SureHealth is proud to announce the addition of family nurse practitioner Erica Faber to our primary care team in Bad Axe. So Erica, what made you choose family medicine in primary care? I like family medicine because you really take care of people from birth until death. I think it's great to see them grow and learn and really be able to see all aspects of their life. The benefit of having a primary care provider is not only for chronic disease management and acute illnesses, but I think most importantly, preventative services. Some of those services might be like breast cancer screening, screening for depression, diabetes. And I think the importance of that is so we catch things early so it's more treatable and we can improve health and wellness overall. And I really like Sure because, I mean, they don't put a price tag on patients. They don't expect me to see a certain number of patients. And I like that because I think that's a good way to provide high quality care. To make your appointment with Erica Faber at Sure Primary Care Badax, all you need to do is call 989-623-9300 or just go to sure.org slash to learn more. Sure. Better health. Better life. The WLEW Sports Network presents The Game of the Week with Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. It's a battle for second place in the Greertham Conference on coming home night in Reese, Michigan. Tonight, it's the Bad Axe Hatchets on the road up against the Reese Rockets. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network, and I'm your host, Clark Ramsey. To the right of me once again is Coach Steve Bone. Hello, Clark. It's awesome being here in uh, Reese. This gym has been kind of a special place for me in all those years of coaching. Some devastating losses, but a lot of really good wins. And unfortunately for the Reese fans, there was more wins than losses here. So, <laughs> Well, the Greater Thumb West race is exactly at the halfway point. Cass City has a two-game lead over everyone else, but Bad Axe and Reese are both within arm's reach of making the final month of the regular season interesting. That quest to make some noise down the stretch begins tonight. Yeah, it sure does. Winning still, the winner's still in the hunt for the league. Loser, unfortunately, is going to have to get ready for the districts. So going to be a good night it's going to be really i mean these two teams it's really hard to say who's going to pull this one out it should be a great game mother nature has thrown everything she has at the schedule lately with plenty of cancellations but tonight the show goes on with the reese rockets hosting the bad axe hatchets we'll dive into the whole matchup just ahead so keep locked on your hardwood home for high school hoops the wlw sports network on sports radio 1021 in live worldwide at wlwsports.com it's bad axe at reese tonight Tonight's presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb, the DS Services of Cass City for all of your grain handling needs. Curler Prepaid, nobody gives you gas like Kohler's. North Star Bank, guiding the way. Harbor Beach Community Hospital. McKenzie Jewelers, if you don't know diamonds, know your jeweler. Rescue Side and Building Repair. McVeigh Insurance Agency. Bayport State Bank. Flannery Auto Mall. 
Some Bank and Trust, community strong since 1895. And Sure Health. Better health, better life. Internet services are provided by Agar Valley Services on the blazing speed of their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to agarvalleyservices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcast is a copyright presentation of Tom Broadcast Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Any reproduction with express written consent of the WLW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. In the last 14 days, we've had 16 games canceled due to inclement weather, or at least the anticipation of bad weather, not allowing for safe travel. Somehow, our broadcast schedule has not been affected, which frankly is worth going out and buying yourself a lottery ticket over. But then again, on a weekend that the Detroit Lions have a chance to win the NFC Championship and punch their ticket to the Super Bowl, this is obviously the season for the bizarre and rare. Much like the Honolulu Blue against San Francisco, in our last broadcast, the Lakers of Elkton, Pigeon, and Vayport took on the role of the underdog. They threw everything they had at the Cassidy Red Hawks, but in the end, the Lakers fell just short by 8 points, 52-44 to 44 in that one. The silver lining, though, for the Lakers, it was the second-closest contest for the undefeated Red Hawks through the entire season in a game that the Lakers led for majority of the first half. Good evening, folks, from the balcony seats in Reese, Michigan. I'm Clark Ramsey, your host. To the right of me, as always, is Coach Steve Bone. And Steve, the Gritham West might officially beat Cass City's to lose, but the next four weeks shouldn't be without drama. I'm going to go back to one of your previous statements about the weather. Yeah. Mother Nature listens to this broadcast. Yes, so she which wants is scary. To, yeah, she yeah. wants to make sure that we're on the air. So she's doing a good <laughs> job of understanding our schedule. But, yeah, uh, the West this year, a lot of parity in the West. Um, because of that, all the teams will be battle-tested when they get to district play. Cass City's average margin of victory in the last couple of weeks has come down drastically, and teams are going to start to figure out how they want to approach them in the future because, again, it's not over with yet. But especially most of these teams in the league, we'll see them at Harbor Beach at the district. The Reese Rockets haven't lost in nine days with two wins in a row against USA and Vassar in just the last week. With that, though, the Rockets have been struggling with consistency this season. After losing to Cassidy by just 10 points, they turned around and beat USA by just three points on the road. USA is getting better, um, but that's a little tighter than you, most people would have expected. They're play has been inconsistent which again that kind of goes uh with teams that are close to the 500 mark one day they're really good next day they aren't quite as good but primarily their inconsistent play has been on the defensive end um in their losses they've given up 66 points per game which is a lot of points to give up in a high school basketball game but offensively they've got really good balanced scoring i mean they got 10 people that are averaging over two points a game so you know it's, they don't have just one person you can key on for Bad Axe, a lot of the same talking points could be said. After a 2-0 start, the Hatchets went on a five-game losing skid before putting together four wins in a row in the month of January. They then followed that up with a loss to Carroll last Friday by nine points on their home floor. Again, inconsistent play. Again, another team that's right there at 500. But on the opposite end, they're inconsistent offensively. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and they're, they're averaging 35 points. In their losses and in their wins, they're you know they're into the 50s. So defensively, they play pretty well. They're just struggling on the offensive end, and they're going to have to get that figured out going forward. We'll return in just four minutes with a look at the away team tonight. That'd be the Bad Axe Hatchets. It's all on the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Anger Valley Services on Sports Radio 1021.
You're listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 in live worldwide at WLWSports.com. Buck Ramsey and Steve Bone from our Anger Valley Services high atop the court seats tonight in the balcony of Reese, Michigan, as the Bad Axe Hatchets on the road taking on the Reese Rockets. Bad Axe enters tonight with his 6-6, six 500 average. After losing five of its first seven games, the Bad Axe Hatchets have won four of their last five. In the Earth and West, they are 4-2. That puts them two games behind first place, held by Cass City, and they're currently tied with Reese and Caro. Head coach for the Bad Axe Hatchets will be Eric Glaza in his second year, going 23-11 in that time. With 676 batting average, he went 17-5 in his inaugural season as head coach. The Hatchets of Bad Axe are scoring 42.6 points per game. That is the fourth worst offensive production in the entire conference. On defense, though, they are the third best defense in the Garetham Conference, allowing just 42.9, and that's 10 points better than Reese's defensive average. So average margin victory in the red, but just by three-tenths of a point, which makes sense since three of their losses come by three points or less. The Hatchets were starting to put together a nice little run with four straight wins in the month of January before getting tripped up at home to Carroll when they lost 35-44. to Bad Axe was supposed to play at Cass City on Wednesday, but that game was postponed, so it's officially been a week since the Hatchets have played a game and a week and a half since a victory. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit uh, sloppy. It's been a tough week. I mean, a lot of schools, I think they're off for three days. No kidding. Some of them have the <laughs> the rule where you can't practice, no school, no practice. So it might be a little sloppy when they first get going. Uh, that Carroll loss, I mean, that's, I mean Carroll's – Carroll's done. They're coming along pretty good. Got some good, pretty good young players, so that's not that surprising. Um, I just expect a really strong defensive effort from uh, Bad Axe tonight, and hopefully they can get some scoring from uh, somebody besides uh, <laughs> Jansen and Seltz. Bad Axe has two players in double figures, the people that Steve just mentioned, who combined for over 25 of the team's average of 42 points a game. Excuse me, I just had a coughing fit there. <laughs> Thank goodness for a mute button. Michael Jansen leads the way with 14.1 per game, while Grady Seltz is close behind at 11.6. Those two are also the main three-point shooters for the team, and Badak certainly loves to shoot the three, accounting for four of the team's five-and-a-half threes behind the arc per game. After Jansen and Grady Seltz, Damon Blackstock is the next closest scorer with a 4.8, 4.8 average, and A.J. Fritz at 4.3. But beyond those four, there isn't much offensive firepower. Will Laskowski, Graham Seltz, and Connor Boyle are all at two points or less. Yeah, it's been their – I mean, when we did the game against Lakers, I mean, we just kept saying, hey, they got two guys can score, they need to find a third scorer, and they just haven't found that yet. So they're going to have to continue to really battle on the defensive end. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see a little more maybe pressing, more trapping, trying to generate some points off of turnovers. Because uh, it's some way, somehow, they got to start scoring more than 42 points a game if they want to be successful from here on out. It's time for a short break in the WLW Sports Network. When we return, we'll look at the home team and coming home court of this evening and recent rival of the Hatchets, the Reese Rockets. Right here on your Hardwood Home for High School Hoops, the WLW Sports Network. It 
It's coming home night in Reese, Michigan tonight as the Bad Axe Hatchets are in town in a career with them West Showdown. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone with your call today and tonight on the WLW Sports Network. We've talked about the Bad Axe Hatchets. Let's talk, take a look at the Reese Rockets. They enter tonight with a 7-6 overall uh, record, having won three of their last five games. In the career with them West, they're 4-2, tied with Bad Axe and Carroll for second place and two games behind Cass City. Justin Shepard is the head coach for the Rockets, now in his fourth year at the helm, going 53-22 and 22 in that time. Lost in the district finals the last two years for the Rockets. Reese has one of the better offenses this season, averaging 53.5 points per game. That's the fourth best offense in the Greer Conference, almost 11 points better than the Banax Hatchets. But on defense, they have the fourth worst defense in the conference, allowing 52.6 per game and nearly 10 points worse than Badax. Average margin of victory in their favor by nine-tenths of a point. The Rockets began the season with a 1-3 record before rattling off four wins in five games, which certainly changed the trajectory of the season for Reese. Since that point, the Rockets are at the 500 mark, losing to Saganovelle and Cassidy by 11 points and 10 points respectively, but then just a three-point victory over USA in 14 over Vassar just on Wednesday. Again, like we talked about earlier, a little bit of inconsistent play, especially on the defensive end. Uh, they had a tough early schedule. I mean, you look at who they played. I mean, they, they got losses to Flint Powers, Harbor Beach, uh, Saginaw Swan Valley, and Saginaw Nouvelle. So their record could be fair amount better. But uh, Coach Shepard is challenging his team early, kind of like Coach Izzo does with his team. True. Sometimes it works. Sometimes, sometimes. sometimes you've got a bad record. <laughs> Well, despite having a 53-point average, the Reese offense is anchored by just one player in double digits, with Luke Foco posting an average of 13.2 per game. The Rockets are making up the difference in what seems with nearly the rest of the team, all averaging somewhere in the ballpark of 4 to 6 points per player. Brady Benson scores 6.3, Matthew Schultz at 5.2, while Ian Weldon has come in coming off the bench and also pitching a 5.2 average. Trey Johnson posts a 5.1 score, with Mitchell Stricker at 4.4 and Deegan Carter at 4.3. Those six players combined for roughly 30 points of Reese's offensive production. It Some, doesn't hey, make sense. It, but it, 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 it is weird. I mean, it, it, on one side of the gym, they, they wish they had somebody to score something besides the two players, and on the other side, they've got 10 guys that are all, you know, factoring into the 53 points, which is what you need. I mean, you can win basketball games, you can score 53 points. Reese's question is, how are they going to shut down other teams? Because when they have a bad night, they just, I mean, defensively, they're just giving up way too many points. So offensively, I think uh, Coach Shepard should be pretty happy with things. Defensively, from the what I've seen, he's they're picking things up, probably learning a few things. Again, they're getting ready for Cass City coming in, districts coming up. So, coaches, this is the time of year where they'll start trying some different things offensively and defensively to kind of see if they can tweak things and make it better. <coughs> Recent Bad Axe tip-off in just nine minutes. Up next, we'll analyze the tail of the tape between the Rockets and the Hatchets right here on Sports Radio 1021. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 in live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone from Reese, Michigan. 
as the Bad Axe Hatchets are in town. Bad Axe has a, had a season that has followed the calendar quite closely. They started out with a win in November and then another on the first day of December. And that would be their only win for the rest of the calendar year, losing five straight through the end of December. Then January rolled around, and the Hatchets ran off four straight wins against Reese, Lakers, Vassar, and USA before losing at home to Carroll a week ago, 35-44. Yes, Carroll. Banax was supposed to play Cassidy on Wednesday, but that game was canceled due to weather, and here we are in Reese tonight. The last time they played on their home floor, Badax won this game by four points. I anticipate this game going to be very similar to that. It's going to be hard fought, and uh, whoever's shooting better tonight will get at it. Um, again, they're at home, and they really need this one. Or I should say they're on the road and they really need this one, and it's a tough place to play. Reese started out the season a little slow with just one win in their first four games, but then the Rockets didn't lose from December 13th to January 5th, collecting four wins and just one loss in that span. Since their win against Lakers three weeks ago, Reese has gone 2-2, two two, losing to Novell in Cass City, but beating USA in Vassar. After tonight, they're on the road at Carroll and at Lakers to round out the month of January. Reese is one of them teams, when they get it going, they're really good. And on their home floor, and with that scoring attack they have, with the amount of players they have at any time that can get them double digits, they're going to be tough to beat here tonight. But they really need this one. I mean, again, these two teams are really balanced. Bad X got them at home. Now now they got a return here, and <laughs> Reese is looking to even the score for sure. Yeah, and head-to-head on offense, Reese has the fourth best offense in the conference, while Bad X has the fourth worst. The Rockets are scoring 53.5 per game, while the Hatchets are mustering just 42.6, Reese by 10.9. On defense, it's just the opposite. Bad X with the third best defense, with Reese boasting the fourth worst defensively. The Hatchets are allowing just 42.9, while the Rockets are giving up 52.6. Bad Axe on defense by 10.3. So statistically, if by going by stats in stats alone, Reese is favored in this game by .6 points. Las Vegas has the Reese Rockets favored by 3.5 points. Last season, the Hatchets snagged both victories against Reese, 60-53 in Bad Axe, and then 57-55 here in Reese, which marked the first time in four years that Bad Axe was able to overcome the Reese Rockets and let alone both take both from them. It's now time for the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap. If you're looking for the latest models from Chevrolet, look no further than North End of Ubley at Thompson Chevrolet. Find new roads. While the current standings are Clark Ramsey 2, Steve Bowden 1, and I'm taking the Bad Axe Hatchets in a close one tonight. Bad Axe 52, Reese 50. The Hatchets by two points tonight. I got to go with Reese on their home floor. I think they're going to pick it up defensively because they have to. I got uh, Reese 45-41. Oh. So it's going to be. One, if, of, us, if, one if, of us is going to be right, one of us is going to be wrong. It's going to be good. If we're both right, it means it's going to be a tight game, which we look forward to. <laughs> That's why we picked this one. When we return, we'll have your starting lineups and much more, all from Reese, Michigan. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Listening to the WLW Sports Network high atop the court here in Reese, Michigan. It's coming home night. The stands are fairly full, especially considering all things. 
And let's find out your starting lineups. For the Bad Axe Hatchets, coached by Eric Glassa. Number two, Michael Jansen, a 5'10 junior, averages 14.1 per game. He's the lead scorer for the Hatchets. Up next, Brady Seltz, number five, a six-foot junior. He averages 11.6 collectively between those two players, nearly 26 points per game. Damon Blackstock, next closest scorer. He's number 10, a 5'10 junior. He averages 4.8. And then down low, you have number 40, Will Laskowski, a six-foot junior, averaging two points. And A.J. Fritz, number 44, a sophomore, averaging 4.3. For the Reese Rockets, coached by Justin Shepard in his fourth year at the helm, number three, a six-foot-one senior, Mitchell Stricker, averages 4.4 per game. Trey Johnson's a sophomore, 5'10", number five. He averages 5.1. Brady Benson, a 5'11 junior, averaging 6.3 per game. He's number 13. Matthew Schultz, a 6'2 junior. He averages 5.2 points per game. He's number 20. And the leading scorer for the Reese Rockets is Luke Foco, a 6'1 senior, and number 23 uh, with a 13.2 point average. The Reese Rockets in their home white uniforms, Rockets in maroon across their chest and maroon numbers with a yellow and maroon chevron down each side of their uniform. Bad Axe in the road blue uniforms. Bad Axe above and below the number. The number's in white. Bad Axe in yellow. And the tip is one. Well, it's a toss-up and now into the hands of Bad Axe as Grady Seltz goes right down and he traveled with it. And that'll be the first turnover of this ball game. Gives the ball back to the Reese Rockets. We played four seconds. <laughs> Remember what I said about all the snow days. They might come out a little rusty. A little rusty. It's okay. Reese comes down. Mitchell Stricker, acting point guard of the right wing, being guarded by Damon Blackstock. Feeds it to the opposite block. Goes up strong for Luke Fogo. This one's no good. And rebound ripped down by number five, Grady Seltz for the Bad Axe Hatches. Still no score. We played 20 seconds. Grady Seltz against Fogo at the right wing. Extended now dribbles down to the corner. Nothing there. Fogo rejects it. Back to the top. And he tries to feed it up to... Michael Jansen, and he is tripped, and he will be fouled, and the foul will go against Reese's Trey Johnson, his first and team's first as well, and Bad Axe will inbound it on the side, actually on the baseline, the right side of your radio, under Bad Axe's own hoop. 7.25 left in the first, 0-0. Bad Axe trying to get on the board first here. They feed it in to A.J. Fritz, nothing there. Kicks it out into the corner to Grady Seltz. He starts to dribble to the right elbow, nothing there, and feeds it into the corner to A.J. Fritz. Fritz, back to the top. To Blackstock. Blackstock takes a couple dribbles into the corner to Fritz. Fritz tries to go baseline, gets to the post, and he puts it in for two points. And Badax strikes first. 7.03 remaining in the first quarter, and Badax leads 2 0 over the Reese Rockets. Mitchell Stricker dribbling to his right. Being guarded by Blackstock, picks up his dribble at the right wing, trying to feed it down to their big man down low. That is number 40. Excuse me, num- number 20. Matthew Schultz, and instead, Badax comes up with a steal. That is the first turnover for the Reese Rockets tonight. In transition, slowing things down is rejected, but a loose ball is finally brought in by Mitchell Stricker for the Reese Rockets. Going in transition, Trey Johnson is rejected, gets his own rebound, though, and keeps possession alive. Down into the post, Volko goes to work, and he's on the board, and we are tied at two apiece with 6.22 remaining in the first quarter. Reese and Badax all tied up, and we have a timeout called on a loose ball in the backcourt by Michael Jensen. It's a 30-second timeout. You're listening to the W at W Sports Network, 2-2. Two two. Reese and Badax all tied. Meanwhile,
while back on the ranch, Maddox inbounds and he's immediately fouled. That is the second personal against Trey Johnson, his second and the team's second. And we have a player down for the Bad Axe Hatches. Looks like he may have hit his elbow. Is in the funny bone there. And uh, as Jason Jurgis is and Eric Glaza on the court. With 6.13 left here in the first quarter, 2-2. Two to two. Bad Axe and Reese and Steve Bone, what have you seen so far in the first minute, 47? Well, Shepard wants uh, Coach Shepard wants the team to play a lot more aggressive defensively than they have been. Really aggressive on the ball, trying to take away the next pass. Um, full court press, man-to-man, really tight. Uh, the problem you run into is sometimes you get some fouls doing that. And his best defender, Trey Johnson, just picked up his second, so he's going to the bench. And you're only you're less than two minutes into the game, and your best defender's on the bench. And, and that's what you're concern is tonight is being better defensively. So, well, And David Blackstock yeah, goes into the locker room and holding his wrist, it appears. So, not sure if it's his wrist, his elbow, or somewhere in between. He'll sit down. So out there for the Bad Axe Hatches, they feed Michael Jansen to the corner to A.J. Fritz. Back to the top to Grady Seltz. Seltz takes a couple dribbles and gives it back to Fritz. Top of the key to number 11, Connor Boyle. He's been coming out hot lately, as of lately. And they pop to the, to the top and Jansen, Jansen takes the three and it is good. And Bad Axe now leads by three points, 5-2 to two with 5.51 remaining in the first quarter. Reese over to the left corner. Ian Welton takes a couple dribbles up to the wing. Top to the key is Matthew Schultz, the big man. And they had a lettuce, some sought after. They tried to feed up to Luke Foco, and he traveled with it as Grady Seltz was in there, not allowing a, tri- a dribble. And they're going to say that is a turnover. So yeah. Bad Axe back in offense. It almost looked like oh, uh, almost looks like a held ball, like square dancing there, little <laughs> dosy do. Grab your partner and spin him around, and he get a travel call. Yeah, that's a new one. <laughs> Grady sells inbounds to Michael Jansen in the backcourt. Got crawl left, right across the radio, across the timeline at the right wing, still dribbling against Ian Weldon. Into the corner, AJ Fritz to Grady Seltz. Couple dribbles in the short corner, gives it back to Fritz in the corner. And it's stolen away. Here comes Brady Benson in transition. The left-handed layup falls for two points. It's 5-4 to four in a closely contested game with 5-15 in the first quarter. A.J. Fritz in the short corner being guarded closely by Luke Messick. Goes, to, goes down the baseline and high off the glass for two points for A.J. Fritz. And he has four. And Badax leads 7-4. to four. And Reese... Dribbled out of bounds, and that will be the third turnover for the Rockets tonight. He may have been chest bumped out of bounds. I think so. <laughs> best man wins tonight. I suppose so. <laughs> if you've been doing well in weight class, weight training, you should be doing good tonight. So, Badax will inbound. We have some token pressure here from the Reese Rockets, 90 feet from their own hoop. And they cough up the turnover as they can't hang on to it. The Badax Hatchets, and here come... The Reese Rockets, that's her turnover number two for the Hatchets. Going down baseline, Luke Foco jump stop, kick pass, and skip pass to the other corner, and the three is good from Brady Benson. He has five, and we are tied at seven. 4.32 left in the first quarter. Second time of this ball game. Bad Axe tries to feed down a low post into the hands of Owen Kasiba. He can hang on to it. Turnover number three, and it is Reese Ball. Kind of like what Reese is doing, or just showing that full court man-to-man pressure. They're dropping, they're dropping a double team, and 
at half court. So it's just kind of a surprise double, and they've got him a couple times on it now. Dribbling at the right wing is Mitchell Stricker. Goes down to the corner, nothing there. Good at prevent defense from Connor Boyle. Top of the key, Luke Foco against Grady Seltz. Dribbling still in that same spot to the right wing into the right corner. Two Stricker again dives inside the lane, avoids contact, and the shot's no good. Rebound brought in by Connor Boyle for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Inside, wide open is Owen Kasiba, and this one is knocked loose by Reese and rebound. Rockets were going the other way, and we have a foul on the floor before the shot, and it'll be Reese Ball under their own basket, left side of the radio. Foul goes against number 11, Connor Boyle, his first and the team's first for the Bad Axe Hatchets. 3.45 left in the first quarter. Tied ball game 7-7 between Bad Axe and Reese Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone with your call tonight from Reese, Michigan. Kasiba did a nice job of attacking the basket, but he almost like, now oh, they're just going to let me make the layup. Kind of slowed <laughs> down, they blocked it on him. Maddox showing his own defense on the inbound, and it's rejected by number 11. That would be Connor Boyle, rebound of Maddox, and here come the hatchets. Right side of your radio, trying to feed down to A.J. Fritz. He can't. Ball, shot and pass was off the mark, and turnover number four for the blue and gold. Reese inbounds, Luke Messing into the hands of number 11, Deacon Carter. Both coaches going to the bench early and often so far in our first four and a half minutes of this ballgame. Luke Foco at the right wing against Seltz. Back to the top, into the corner. Brady Benson pops a three, in and out, no good. Rebound A.J. Fritz and popped out of the hand. Was Luke Messing, and it will be Badak's ball. Left side of your radio. And it looks like there's a surplus of ice here in Reese as David Blackstock has perhaps the largest ice pack I've ever seen on his elbow. That is two for one sale. <laughs> hey, we got it. Let's yeah. use it. Seven to seven. Still tied. Maddox inbounds. Seven turnovers collectively between the two squads. Grady Seltz dribbling across midcourt. Being guarded by Luke Fogo. He blows past him. Now with the left elbow. Nothing there. Takes it to the top to Michael Jansen. Jansen goes down the right side of the lane. Fadeaway jump shot is off the mark. Rebound brought in by Luke Foco. Here come the Rockets. In transition, we have a foul on the shot. Gary Weber went up for him the right side. He is fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. The foul goes against number 13, Owen Kasiba. That is his first and team second for the Bad Axe Hatches. One constant with Reese is they will run the floor. You don't you don't get back, you're going to give up a layup. First free throw from Gary Weber is good. On the season, he is a 75% free throw shooter. He's 6 of 8 entering tonight, and now he's 7 of 9 for 77% so far. One more free throw coming, and he doesn't he misses it, but Luke Foco with the putback. And just like that, it is 10 to 7. Reese leading by three points. Well, you got to block out on those missed free throws. Luke Foco with four points now. Into the right wing. Grady Seltz pops the three. This one is short. And rebound brought down by who else? Luke Foco for the Reese Rockets. In transition, Luke Foco now with another point. That's four straight for him. And suddenly it is 12-7. Reese leads by five points, their largest tonight. Two minutes and change here in the first quarter. Reese 12, Bad Axe 7, Grady Seltz to A.J. Fritz, World Low Post. Nothing there, back out to Grady Seltz. Being guarded by Luke Foco. Foco has six of the 12 points for the Reese Rockets. 
Brady Seltz has a count on him, and he has to feed it off to Michael Jansen. He's at the left wing center. We have a timeout called by Eric Glaza and the Hatchets. It's 12-7, re-sleeting the Bad Axe Hatchets on the WLW Sports Network. to seven, Reese leading the Bad Axe Hatchets. It was seven to seven about two and a half minutes ago. And ever since that point, Reese is on an 8-0 run to take the lead. Excuse me. Yeah, it was an 8-0 run. It was seven to four with 5-0-1 left in the first quarter. It's been all Reese ever since on that 8-0 run from the Rockets. Brady sells inbounds to A.J. Fritz, right wing extended. Trying to get it back to Fritz, or to Seltz. Now instead, it gives it to Michael Jansen. Jansen dribbles to his left, being guarded by Deegan Carter. Into the right corner to Connor Boyle. Boyle with pressure right in front of him. Back to Jansen. Jansen back to Boyle. Boyle to Grady Seltz, and he traveled with it. A little bit of a hop step there before he went with it, and that's turnover number five for the Bad X Hatchets. Yeah, Reese doing a nice job denying the ball to everybody. Grady come across. Come around that screen, was trying to get it and get to the basket real quick. Kind of hopped into it, got called for traveling. Reese has a five-point lead. They give it to Ian Weldon, left wing, by top of the key, to Luke Messing over the right wing, to Barry Brady Benson. Now Gary Weber has it, goes down the right side of the lane, puts it up. This one does not have the touch, and rebound brought in by A.J. Fritz into the hands of Connor Boyle. One minute, five seconds remain in the first quarter. Reese 12, Bad Axe 7, Fritz in the left corner. Back to Grady Seltz, pops the three. He's open, he's no good though. And rebound brought in by Reese's Gary Weber. In transition, Luke Messing underneath the basket. Off the glass, in for two points. His first points of the night, and now it's 14 to seven with 45 seconds left. Bad Axe facing pressure. Grady Seltz over to the left wing, wide open for three from Connor Boyles, no good. And rebound brought in by Gary Weber again for the Reese Rockets. 30 seconds left, doubling up the Badax Hatchets, 14-7. Over to the left wing, back up to the top. To Mitchell Stricker, acting point guard. Now Gary Weber again, over to the right wing, to Brady Benson. Benson to Luke Messing, to the left wing, to Ian Weldon. Couple dribbles, nothing there. Turned away. By number 11, Connor Boyle for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Meanwhile, Mitchell Stricker tries to dribble down the right side of the lane, and he knocks the ball off of his knee out of bounds. That will be turnover number four for Reese with 6.6 .6 seconds left. See, with the new foul rules, ball gets knocked out by Benson, but with the new foul rules, I'm not sure. I mean, you got fouls to give here. Be a good spot. Let him get a couple dribbles, foul him. He'll be inside at three seconds, and all they got is a catch and a heave versus running it down at him right now. Very good point. The inbound to Boyle. Boyle tries to get it up court, and we have yeah. a carry with .8 seconds left. That's turnover number six for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Reese doing a nice job not letting Seltz or Jansen bring it up. So, so Reese inbounds. They check it at the buzzer. This one's no good. We've reached the end of the first quarter with a seven-point lead for the Reese Rockets. Reese 14, Bad Axe 7 after eight minutes of play.
On to the second quarter with Reese leading 14-7 over the Bad Axe Hatches. They get it down. That's the Reese Rockets wide open to a wide open Matthew Schultz in for two on the left block. And it's now 16-7. Seven and a half to play in the first half. That is nine straight points. Actually, 12 straight points for the Reese Rockets as Bad Axe pops a three from the left wing and an offensive board. Their first offensive rebound tonight. Currently out being out-rebounded 8-5. to five. By the Reese Rockets. Brady Seltz dribbles to A.J. Fritz to Michael Jansen. Back up to Fritz. Excuse me. Seltz at the left wing. Into the corner to Blake Darnell. The new man of the game, A.J. Fritz. And we have a whistle away from the ball. And this will be a foul on the Bad Axe Hatchets. Will Laskowski has been called for the moving screen. We'll call it his first and team's first of the second quarter. Reese 16, Bad Axe 7. 7 is playing the second quarter. But the trouble that Badax has scoring, this is uh, this is a dangerous time right here. They gotta <laughs> weather the storm and see if they can get a couple stops and a couple makes, kind of get back in this. And, and they get a steal right there to start, brought in by Blake Darnell, and he is pickpocketed going the other way. In diving down inside the left side of the lane, Mitchell Stricker is rejected. Rebound brought in by the Badax Hatchets. Grady Seltz wasting no time in the short corner. Back to Fritz. He continues the dribble back to Fritz, or excuse me, Seltz, right wing. Back at the top, Michael Jansen pops the three. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Luke Foco. Here comes Foco and the Rockets leading by nine points, 16 to seven. Foco at the left elbow to the right wing, into the corner to Stricker. Stricker against Jansen, trying to feed it down inside to Schultz. Instead to go the opposite wing and corner for the three from Ian Weldon. It's no good. Long rebound, and we have a whistle on the rebound. And the foul will go against Mitchell Stricker, his first and team's first of the quarter. Bad Axe ball trailing by nine points. Mind you, this game was 7-7 seven to seven with 4.34 left in the second quarter. It's been all Reese Rockets ever since. Bad Axe have some nice looks at threes. They just can't make anything right now. And that's going to be a big part of their game. They're going to have to make some of those. Bad Axe has not scored since five minutes left in this first quarter. Now approaching, well, over seven minutes, going on eight minutes as we speak. Michael Jansen directing traffic at the top of the key, dribbling to his left, left-handed. To Darnell into the corner to Seltz. Back to Jansen. Jansen inside the lane, takes the jump shot, and this is good. And we have a whistle. A I don't know. If, I don't know if you've noticed, but... They took advantage. Jansen noticed that Carter that was guarding him didn't have his shoe, so he took him to the basket. He's slipping on the floor, couldn't stay with him. Knew he should have worn those grippy socks tonight. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's the first point since 5.01 left in the first quarter. It's now five and a half left in the second quarter, and Bad Axe has nine points. Reese with 16. Down inside into Schultz, and this one's no good, but gets his own rebound. He is fouled, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. On the offensive putback for the big man. Matthew Schultz in the season, just a 48% free throw shooter, as 16 of 33 from the free throw line. Gets to the line quite a bit. 33 free throws on the season, leads the team, but less than 50% for him. There's a nice high low right there with yeah. Foco down to Schultz. And he makes the first free throw. It's now 17 to 9. But again, if you're a big man that shoots 46% from the free throw line, you are going to shoot a lot because they're going to hack you every time you get it down there. <laughs> Is that why I meant why I scored so many free throws? No, to the free throw line somehow so often. 5:20 left in the second quarter. Reese 17, Bad X 9. 
Second free throw. Statistically missed. Eight-point lead for the Reese Rockets. 5-14 and counting in the second quarter. Reese by eight points. Badax with nine points altogether. Jansen directing traffic to the left wing to Seltz against Foco. Fritz flashes at the left elbow, doesn't get into him though. Back to Jansen. Over to the right wing, wide open is Darnell. He dribbles inside the lane on the runner. This one's no good. And rebound ripped down by Brady Benson for the Reese Rockets. Wasting no time already at the right wing. Benson back out and retreats his Deegan Carter at midcourt. 17-9, Reese over Badax. Four and a half to play in the first half. Fogo at the top of the key. At the right elbow, picks up his dribble. Over to the left elbow, Natkowski, and back to Foco. Same spot inside the lane, dives to the lane, and we have a whistle, and this is going to be a foul on the reach from the Bad Axe Hatchets. There'll be a Reese ball under their own basket, left side of your radio. Foul goes against A.J. Fritz. That is his first and team second of the quarter with 4.26 left in the second. Bad Axe trying to pick it up defensively, really attacking any dribbler. They put it on the floor. They're really going after the ball, force him to do something with it. Uh, unfortunately, got caught on a foul there. Reese will inbound as Luke Messing replaces Matthew Schultz. Feed into Foco in the right corner. Double team there. That leaves wide open on the opposite block. Luke Messing, he is fouled. And he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. As Reese starting to get a good motion here in the waiting moments of this second quarter. Yeah, they moved the ball really nice right there. His tic-tac-toe and got it down. He probably should have finished it, but he did get fouled, so... Foul goes against Graham Seltz, his first, team's third. So, at the free throw line is Luke Messing, who for the season is a uh, 33% free throw shooter. This is just his seventh and eighth attempt this year. Second free throw, no good. So, Badax rebound, and no harm but a foul on that possession for Reese. Maddox over to Darnell, into the corner to Seltz, who resets the offense. Dribbles to his left, dribbles to his right at midcourt. Four minutes left in the second, and is kicked. Actually just thrown right out of bounds by Grady Seltz. That is turnover number eight. Reese ball. So with the rotation that Reese has, Coach Shepard's got basically ten guys that he moves in and out. So he's got fresh bodies on Jansen and Seltz all the time, which is going to make it very hard. Reese dives inside, and that was number 11, Deegan Carter, who went to the lane. He is fouled, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. And the foul goes against number 31, Graham Seltz, the freshman, and that is his second, team's fourth. Deegan Carter is a 64% free throw shooter for the Rockets, and he makes the first one count. 3.52 remaining in the second quarter. And Deegan Carter trying to make this a two-digit lead with a made free throw, and he does. It's now 19-9. to nine. Two for two on that free throw trip for Deegan Carter. His first points of the night. Ten-point lead for the Rockets, their largest. Down inside to A.J. Fritz, can't hang on to it, but it's luckily bounced off of the knee of Luke Messing out of bounds, bad axe ball. So excited he was wide open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too open. <laughs> trying to get rid of it quick. <laughs> Went right out of his hands. Michael Jansen on the right side of your radio, inbounding underneath Maddox's own hoop. 19-9, Reese leading Maddox. 
Feed it in over to Seltz. The Jansen in the corner for three. The shot is no good. And they're going to be a clear out called on Badax. And that is Will Laskowski's second and team's fifth. So it's a team control foul. There are no free throws attempted here as that's now double bonus for the rest of the way out here. Just under half of the quarters of play here for the Reese Rockets. You know, when I was coaching at USI, I used to tell the guys, hey, you're supposed to set a screen, so make sure you get them. Well, he made sure he got him there. <laughs> Everybody in the gym saw that. Stricker goes on the runner from the right side and makes this count. And it's now 21-9. Reese with five straight points here in just the last two minutes. And it's turned over. Stolen away by the Rockets. In the corner for three. Brady Benson now pulls up. Pump fakes. Gives it back to Luke Fogo. Top of the key. This one's no good. And rebound A.J. Fritz for the Hatchets. 21-9. Reese by 12 points. Three minutes left in the first half. Brady Seltz gets a screen. Takes a jump shot from the free throw line. This one's no good. Ball bouncing around and finally brought in by Mitchell Stricker for the Reese Rockets. Stricker, top of the key. Over to the right wing to Ian Weldon. Starts his dribble against Blake Darnell. Back to Mitchell Stricker, being guarded by Jansen. Two and a half to play. At the free throw line to the left wing, pops a three. Brady Benson's no good. Rebound brought in by Grady Seltz for the Hatchets. Trying to go in hurry tempo, and it's going to be knocked loose by Reese. So Banax will have it on the baseline. So remember we said there was uh, danger time for Bad Axe. Yeah, it still is. It, it still is because Reese really is kind of not. They've had a chance to really put them away, and they just haven't really done it. They are up 12, so they have increased their lead, but really a couple baskets from getting right back in this for Bad Axe. Two minutes, 20 seconds left in the half. Reese 21, Bad Axe 9, and we have an offensive foul and a moving screen. This one goes against Owen Kasiba, his second and team sixth. So now that foul there, that's the that's Seltz's fault. He yeah. trying he going too early before his guys there set. It's just a little timing's off on their offense. Again, gonna blame it on the snow days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two minutes, five seconds left in the first half. Reese twenty one, Banax nine. Reese takes the runner. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by the Hatchets. Over to the right wing to Blake Darnell. Gives it back to Grady Seltz to Michael Jansen, left wing. Against Luke Foco, gets a screen from Fritz. At the free throw line, jump shot is up, and this one's short. And rebound A.J. Fritz. He is fouled, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. His first trip of the night. Actually, the first free throws attempted by the Hatchets all evening. A.J. Fritz, a 29% free throw shooter on 7 of 24 attempts this, this year. It's it's not a strong not, strong point for either team. No. So Fritz's first free throw, no good off the back of the iron. Ball a, goes against number three, uh, Mitchell Stricker, his second. Which is a little surprising with Reese scoring 50-some a game. You'd think they shoot free throws pretty well, and they're just uh, a little under 55%, whereas Bad X is shooting just under 60%. Fritz's second free throw in and out, no good. Rebound brought in by Schultz. And here come the Rockets with a 12-point lead. In transition, the bunny from Brady Benson's no good, but gets his own rebound, puts this one up. This one's no good as well. And Owen Kasiba's going for the fight in there. And they're going to say he stepped out of bounds. Reese Ball. 
tough sledding out there for both teams tonight. <laughs> and of, outside and inside. Get a little, maybe throwing out of bounds. Yeah, a little bit. They both had it, so I guess. Ian Weldon up to the top. To Deacon Carter over to Brady Benson for the three. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Michael Jensen for Panax. In transition, A.J. Fritz gets it to count for two points. Minute 17 remaining. 21 to 11. First points in over four minutes for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Fritz has got more than half their points tonight. That's good. <laughs> Fritz with six points. Reese takes the shot. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Grady Seltz. Here comes Blake Darnell into the corner. He retreats against Ian Weldon. Now into the hands of Seltz. Back to Darnell. Dr Darnell dribbling to his right over the right wing to Jansen. Gets a screen from Fritz inside the lane. Against the double team, this runner's no good, and rebound brought in by Gary Weber. We have a whistle and a timeout called by Justin Shepard and the Rockets with 39 seconds left, a 30-second timeout. We'll return in 30 seconds on the W. At LW Sports Network, Reese 21, Bad Axe 11. seconds left in the first half. Reese brings it up with a 10-point lead, 21-11, to 11, and Schultz is wide open left block, and it rolls all the way around and finally falls. That's his fifth point all coming in this quarter. It's now 23-11, to 11, less than 20 to play, and Van Axe coughs it up. Turnover number 11 for the Hatchets this evening. 12 seconds left. Ian Weldon at the left elbow up. Back up to Brady Benson. Back to Ian Weldon's hands. Five seconds left. Goes down the left side of the lane. It's stolen away by Jansen. Jansen takes the half-court shot, and it hits the iron. No good. We've reached halftime with a Reese 12-point lead. Reese 23, Bad X 11 on the WLW Sports Network. <laughs> Played 16 minutes to play, and the Reese Rockets lead by 12 points, 23 to 11 over the Bad Axe Hatchets. It was 14 to 7 at the end of the first quarter, and they outscore the Bad Axe Hatchets 9 to 4 in the second quarter to take a 12-point lead into the halftime locker rooms. Reese used a 12-0 run in just four minutes and 56 seconds to take it from a 7-4 Bad Axe lead to a 16 to 7 Reese lead by nine points. They haven't looked back since. Leading the way for the Reese Rockets would be Luke Fogo with six points. Five points each for Brady Benson and Matthew Schultz. Two points apiece for Mitchell Stricker, Deegan Carter, and Luke Messing. And one point for Gary Weber. Altogether, they are four of eight for the free throw line for 50% with five turnovers in that first half. And they have 14 rebounds, which is exactly the same as the Bad Axe Hatchets, also with 14 rebounds. Bad Axe Hatchets are led by A.J. Fritz, who averages 4.3 per game. Yari has six. He missed two free throws, but he has three baskets to go with it. He has six points. Michael Jansen at three points, and Grady Seltz with two points. No other scores for the Bad Axe Hatchets tonight in 11 turnovers in 16 minutes of play. 
0 for 2 from the free throw line for 0%. Steve Bone, what do you have for shooting? Uh, we'll start off with Reese. They were 8 to 17 inside, uh, did a nice job on some high low stuff. Uh, so they were 47% in there. Thing that kind of hurt them a little bit, uh, 1 of 7 from the arc for 14%. So they were 9 of 24, 37%. Not the best uh, first half shooting for them, but they'll take the 12 point lead, that's for sure. On the other end, uh, Badak struggled mightily. Uh, 4 of 11 inside the arc for only 36%. Uh, one of six for 17% outside the arc. That definitely has got to get better. They average pretty much six three-points a game. So the, anyways, the first half they shot 29%. Only went to the free throw line two times. Reese doing a really nice job defensively. Um, it just, we, we seen this a couple weeks ago when we had um, Bad X and Lakers. Yeah. Where it was 17 to 16 and a half. So you're looking at, well, geez, that's a 34-32 outcome if it stays the same. And both teams ended up scoring over 50 points. So I expect uh, Bad Axe definitely to come out a lot uh, hotter this second half, that's for sure. Well, the last time these two squads faced off, it was on January 3rd, and the Bad Axe Hatches won that one 42 to 38 at halftime. It was 21 to 17, Bad Axe by four. They would out, uh, actually, both teams would score 21 points each in the second half. This one, though, it's Reese 23, Bad Axe 11. As we're down to the waning moments here of halftime, it was coming home night for the Reese Rockets tonight. And they did all their festivities at halftime of the JV game, which is a little interesting. And I, frankly, I almost like it. It's a little more, uh, keeps the distractions to a minimum for the, at least the varsity players. And uh, unfortunately, though, the crowd is starting to diminish here as we start the second half in Reese. So, Steve Bone, what do the Bad Axe Hatches need to do to make this one interesting again? Well, they just—I mean—they got to get, they just got to uh, get Celts into it. Um, on their board, they're showing uh, Jansen's the only one that scored, so they're showing Celts with zero points. And um, anyway, so anyway, we got to get—they got to get Grady Celts going. Jansen's got to get going. Um, Fritz is doing a nice job. He's driving the baseline when it's there. Again, I think maybe they might have to pick up some stuff defensively, see if they can get a turnover and create some baskets that way. Well, Banex is coming out with a little more momentum. And moving the ball around quite well, but then they have a moving screen called against A.J. Fritz, his second and team's first of the third quarter, and that will be Reese Ball with a 12-point lead in tow. And again, this first three minutes of the second half is uh, really, really important for Badax. Reese 23, Badax 11, Rockets on offense. On the right side of your radio, they try to feed in the low post to Foco, and Fritz knocks it out of bounds. Reese Ball right inside the corner, right side of your radio. Inbounding to the right wing to Mitchell Stricker. Stricker against Connor Boyle, trying to feed it down to Schultz. Doesn't get there. Set back to Foco right at midcourt. Now, again, Stricker at the right wing. Now at the free throw line. Nothing there. Wide open right block is number 13, Benson, and gives it back to Stricker. Stricker on the give and go to Schultz. Back into the hands off of a shin and back into the hands of Stricker. Now at the left elbow. Now to Trey Johnson. Back to the left wing to Foco. And we have a whistle and a timeout called by Justin Shepard in the Rockets with 7.05 left in the third quarter. It is Reese 23, Badax 11, a 30-second timeout on the WLW Sports Network.
After a 30-second timeout called by Reese, they're on offense, leading by 12 points, 23-11. No score yet here in this third quarter. 6.45 left in the third. Stricker has it at left wing and retreats back to midcourt, being guarded by Benson, or excuse me, Connor Boyle. Back to the top to Trey Johnson. Johnson dribbles to his left at the left elbow, picks up his dribble there. Into Schultz, short corner, back to Johnson. Johnson dribbles into the left corner, and a good defense there from Michael Jansen, and it's picked off by Connor Boyle. Turnover number six for Reese. Badax with 11. 6.15 left here in the third quarter. No score from either team yet. Badax on offense now. Grady Seltz over to the right wing to Boyle. Boyle back to Seltz against Foco. Dribbles to the left wing, passes it to Boyle, back to Seltz. Seltz tries to dribble to his right again and feeds it off to Boyle. Boyle into the corner to Jansen, pops the three in the corner. It's good. Smooth-looking shot there from Jansen, his second three of the night. And the first points of the second half makes it a nine-point ball game, 23-14. Really good patience on Badax's part. They ran Seltz through about 14 screens. He finally got free of his man, got a nice look. That looks like Rip Hamilton running around there for the Pistons in 2005. Trey Johnson dribbles at the right wing. Back up to the top. It's nearly stolen away by Seltz. Instead, Vogel goes down the right side of the lane. He is fouled, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. And a little bit of a delayed call there. Foul goes against number two, Michael Jansen. They've got the arc on the floor here for underneath the basket, the the block uh, charge line there, which is not actually a rule in high school, but they put it there anyways. It's almost like the official look down says that you're standing inside that. That makes it a block. Fogo at the free throw line shooting two, and the first one is good. He now has seven points on the season. Foco is a 60% free throw shooter, second best of the team. It's 24-14. to 14. Crowd respects the shooter and goes deathly silent. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> and the free throw is no good. So it remains a 10-point game. 24-14. In the corner, Jansen takes another three. This one's no good. Rebound Stricker for the Rockets. Johnson goes coast-to-coast with it at the left wing. This one's no good. Foco puts the put back. This one's no good as well. Can't get his own rebound, but it goes out of bounds instead of Reese Ball. Another good look for Jansen on the baseline. Yeah, there. it was. Gosh, knocked that down. You make it a seven-point game. Still 10. Stricker will inbound underneath Reese's own hoop, right side of your radio, into Trey Johnson at midcourt against Seltz. Dribbles to his right, dives inside the lane, too strong into the hands of number 25, Luke Messing, but somehow Reese saves it by Luke Foco. Johnson at the right wing, back to the top to Stricker. Stricker now dribbles all the way into the corner, down the baseline. Skip pass to the left left wing, back up to the top to Stricker. Stricker pump fakes, now back out to midcourt. Against Grady Seltz. Gets a screen from Messing. Dives down inside the lane. No whistle, and it goes out of bounds. Reese Ball. Good patience by Reese trying to get what they're looking for. Basically a dribble drive. They had a couple threes, passed them up. And they turn it over. Stricker (laughs) passes it right to Grady Seltz, and that's a turnover. Number seven for the Rockets. Double team there at the right wing against Seltz, and we have a push. Late called on the Reese Rockets. This will be the first team foul of the third quarter. And the first is actually the, this is the first against Brady Benson, number 13. 
this is your first time listening this year, the fouls have changed. They are reset at the end of the quarter for each team. And double bonus, or now just bonus, starts with two free throws at foul number five. A.J. Fritz gets the inbound for the Bad Axe Hatchets, trailing by 10 points, 24-14 to to Reese, four and a half to play in the third. In the corner, Jansen dribbling and retreats back out to Grady Seltz, top of the key against Foco. Over the left wing to Jansen. Jansen dribbles inside. The short in between the high and low post. Jump shot's no good. Long rebound is ripped down by Deegan Carter for the Rockets. And a loose ball on the other side of the free throw line. Scooped up by Jansen. Into the hands of Grady Seltz. We're going the other way. A little sloppy play there. Shot's no good from Seltz. And a rebound is long all the way out to midcourt by the Reese Rockets. And they throw it into the corner. This one is no good. Not sure exactly who touched it last. The officials converting and conversing. And it's going to be bad axe ball when all said and done. So forget about that last 30 seconds of basketball you saw. It didn't do anything, and bad axe will try to inbound this one again. Ball's going everywhere here. <laughs> Except through the hoop. So we said that first three minutes was going to be really important. Now we're at the four minutes, and it's still a 10-point game, 24-14, just... Nobody can get anything going here offensively. Reese has made one free throw. Benex has made one three-pointer. That's it. In five or four minutes and nine seconds in the second half. Grady Sells gets the inbound. He dribbles through multiple defenders, and he is fouled at the free throw line. As apparently the whistle was not loud enough. And the foul will go against Reese, number 23. Luke Foco, perhaps. Haven't put it on the board yet. Yep. Yes, Luke Foco's first and team's second for the Rockets. So Badax will inbound at midcourt. <laughs> and uh, Grady Seltz dropped. dropped the ball and then picked it back up, and that is a travel. Yes. So, so that is another turnover. <laughs> 12 turnovers for Badax now. Wow. 24 to 14, <laughs> Reese by 10 points, and Badax is called for the foul at the left elbow. Foul goes against Michael Jansen, his second, and team's third. You know you're struggling when you can't even handle the ball when the ref hands it to you. Yeah. That's bad. Badax tries to steal the inbound. Instead, they go to the double team in the corner, back out to Messing, back to the top to number 11, Deegan Carter. Carter with a 10-point lead for the Rockets at the left wing. Back to Foco, top of the key. From the free-throw line, jump shot. It is good and smooth as silk for Luke Foco, his ninth point of the night. 26-14, Reese by 12. Back up to the top. The three is no good from number 11, Connor Boyle, but an offensive board keeps Badax on offense. 26-14, Reese by 12 points. Grady sells at midcourt over to the right wing to Boyle. Into the corner, Jansen pops a three. He's made one there before, and he makes another one there. Jansen with his third three of the night. Makes it a 26-17 ball game. 2.45 left in the third quarter. Left wing for Reese. Brady Benson, couple dribbles at the free throw line now. Back to Ian Weldon. Weldon tries to go down the low post to Messing. Finally gets it there, and he goes up strong, and it's ripped away by Graham Seltz for the Hatchets. A.J. Fritz pushing tempo. Goes up strong. He is blocked from behind by Foco. And here come the Rockets. Ian Weldon at the right wing. Starts his dribble at the elbow. And it's knocked loose. Foco has it at the left block. Goes up strong. And this one's blocked from behind by Boyle. 
<laughs> letting him play suddenly. Greedy Seltz goes coast to coast. He is fouled on the floor. And this will be Badax ball left side of your radio with 2.05 left in the third quarter. Reese 26, Badax 17. It's a block party. It's a block party. <laughs> a lot of block shots. Foul goes against Ian Weldon, his first team's third. So give, there for, go ahead. <laughs> give the coaches credit. That would be almost pulling your hair out of me. <laughs> we are. <laughs> yeah. I know that much. Coach Glaus is staring at 17 points. They can't handle the ball when the ref hands it to him. I mean, geez, they get it. They turn it over. I mean, they've had opportunities here. They just Mind you, Bannings has been without Damon Blackstock since early in that game. And here's Jansen with another three this time at the top of the key, his fourth three of the night, and it's suddenly a six-point ball game. 26 to 20 with a minute 54 left in the third. And speaking of pulling your hair out, Coach <laughs> Shepard is looking at this. This should be a 15-16 point game. Instead, we're only up six. Reese dives down the lane on the right side. Deegan Carter's recorded with two free throws upcoming as the foul is called on the Badax Hatchets. Foul goes against number five, Grady Seltz, his first team's fourth of the third quarter. Deegan Carter for the season, 64% free throw shooter, 20 of 31 <laughs> entering this evening. If you're curious, Ian Weldon is the best free throw shooter on the team. Well over 80%. First free throw, no good from the lefty, Deegan Carter. So the score remains 26-20, to 20, Reese by 6. Graham Selt sits down. And is replaced by A.J. Fritz. So there for the hatchets. Jansen, Seltz, Boyle, A.J. Fritz, and number 40, would be Will Laskowski as the second free throw from Carter is good with a minute 41 left. First points in about a minute and a half for the Rockets. 27 to 20, and this time Trey Johnson comes up with a steal. Turnover number 13 for the Hatchets. Newman other Brady Natkowski gets the ball at the right block and kicks it back out to the high post to mess to Schultz and gives it back to the hands of Deegan Carter. Carter against Seltz, dribbles to his right at the right wing, all the way down to the corner now, still retreating and still dribbling. Minute five and counting here in the third, Reese 27, Badaxe 20. Trey Johnson, top of the key, one dribble over to the left wing to Brady Nakowski. Deegan Carter inside the lane, nothing there, pivots back out for the three from the top of the key is no good from Natkowski, and rebound brought in by Jansen for the Hatchets. Pushing tempo at the right wing, now retreats into the corner for Seltz for three, same spot as, as, as Jansen, and Seltz makes his first three of the night. And it's now a four-point game, 27-23. Badax lives and dies by the three, and so far it's pulling them back into this ball game and gives them a little bit of a heartbeat here in the final minute of the third quarter. Reese by four, 27-23. Trey Johnson can't hang on to it, and instead it's over to the right wing to Natkowski. Stricker. With the ball, dribbling at the right wing. Setting up the offense, back to the top. To Natkowski over left wing to Johnson. Johnson, down the right side of the lane. Nothing there, picks up his dribble between the high and low post. Back to the right wing. Five seconds left. Takes the jump shot, short corner. This one's no good from Natkowski. Excuse me, that is Stricker. And rebound brought in by the Hatchets. And we've reached the end of the third quarter as the Bannex Hatchets starting to make headwind here. As they trail just by four points. Reese 27, Banax 23 in the WLW Sports Network.
of the fourth quarter, restarts out on offense with just a four-point lead, 27-23, as Maddox makes four threes in that third quarter for all their scoring. They feed it down to Luke Foco in the right block. He goes up strong. He is fouled. Count the basket and one going to the free throw line for an old-fashioned three-point play as this will put at the foul line Luke Foco. Puts the team back up by six, trying to make it seven with seven and a half to play in the fourth quarter. 30 seconds into the fourth quarter, they've scored as many baskets as they did in the third quarter. <laughs> yeah. One made basket in that quarter, and we have a, 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 a lane violation on the free throw shooter of Foco. Over the line. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's 29-23, Reese by six points. Mind you, they led as many by 12 when it was 23-11 to 11 just before the half was over. Maddox putting something together on the backs of Jansen and Seltz with all the points in that third quarter on four threes. In the corner, Jansen back up to Seltz to the left wing to Boyle. To Jansen takes a three left wing corner, and this one is good. Jansen with his fifth three of the night makes it a three-point ball game yet again, 29-26. 7.06 remains in regulation. It's a one-possession ball game suddenly. <laughs> Not what we expected him a few moments ago, but Vanex has gotten hot behind the arc. Luke Foco, right wing, being guarded by Boyle. Reese's offense starting to get a little stagnant here. Foco retreats to midcourt. Dribbles to his right, now passes it to his left to Schultz. Schultz over to left wing to Benson. Benson going below the defense as Schultz went to the opposite block. It was deflected, hit the backboard, and out of bounds. Reese ball right side of your radio. Leading by three points over Bad Axe, 29 to 26. Yeah, Coach Glaus has got to be happier than a bird in a tree. <laughs> it's just turnover battle, everything they've been losing, but they're making their threes and they're in the game all of a sudden. And Bad Axe nearly steals it away on the inbound as Seltz got a hand on it, bounced over to the left block, and it's knocked out of bounds by a Bad Axe hatchet. Reese ball under their own basket right side of your radio. Six and a half to play in the fourth quarter. It's a three point lead. For the Rockets. Badax tips the inbound and is stolen away by Jansen. Turnover number nine for the Rockets. In the corner, back up to Grady Seltz, left wing to the right wing to Boyle for three. This one's no good. And rebound brought in by Luke Foco for the Rockets. Reese hanging on to that three point lead, 29 to 26. Dribbling to his right is Mitchell Stricker to Foco, right wing. Couple dribbles, give and go, behind the defense. Opposite block, in for two points to Gary Weber. He has three points, and we have a whistle, and this looks like it's going to be just a tipped-away ball. So it is 31-26 with 5.58 remaining in the fourth quarter. Reese by five points. Just the second made basket in the second half for the Rockets. 31-26, Reese over Badax. Cross midcourt, Boyle, acting point guard, back out to Jansen. At the right wing, he dives inside the lane, off to the right block to A.J. Fritz, and he makes that count. He has eight, 31-28, 5.40, left in the fourth. Jansen's just taking over this game. Yes, he is. On the screen, wide open at the left block. It's too strong, but he get Reese with the offensive rebound. Still in the lane, now Messing takes the jump shot, and this one is good. Messing with four points. Back out to a five-point lead, 33-28, to 28, as both teams exchanging punches suddenly. To the right wing to Boyle. Boyle back to Seltz. 
Seltz directing traffic against Foco. At the right wing extended. Now at top of the key. Over to the right corner to Jansen. He's been hot in that spot. Instead, he dives to the lane. The finger rolls no good. Rebound, though, kept alive by the Bad Axe Sanchez. Will Laskowski, he is fouled. And this will be Bad Axe ball, left side of your radio. Foul goes against number 13, Brady Benson, his second. Team's first of this quarter. So Reese by five, 33-28. And we have a timeout called by Eric Glassa and the Hatchets with 4.56 left in the fourth quarter. Reese by five of the WLW Sports Network. the timeout, Bad X turns it over on a travel, but then Reese turns it over as well. Turnover number 10 for the Rockets, turnover number 14 for the Hatchets. Bad X trails by 5 points, 33-28 with 4.5 to play in the 4th. Bad X on offense, left side of your radio. Boyle dribbling around the perimeter. Looks like Grady Seltz got hit in the knee as now has it at the right wing. Gives it to Jansen in the corner, goes down the baseline, scoops it off, and he can't hang on to it as Willis-Kowski is dives to the floor, and it's saved by the possession arrow in favor of the Hatchets. Ooh, that was almost two possessions thrown away by the Hatchets. Yeah, just all of a sudden, everybody's kind of low percentage, can't handle the ball, a lot of turnovers here in the last, I don't know, four to five minutes. <laughs> I was going to say 20, 23 minutes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> four minutes to play in the fourth quarter. I was trying to be kinder. Yeah. I'm more being honest tonight at this point. Jansen dives inside the lane. He is fouled. Late whistle will send him to the free throw line for two shots as he was hit pretty hard by Deegan Carter. His first, team second. So Jansen at the free throw line, shooting two with 3.52 left in regulation, trying to cut down this five-point deficit. 76% free throw shooter this year, so leading the team. First free throw is up, and it's good. Jansen with 16 points tonight. He averages 14.1 entering this evening. Well, you got to give him a lot of credit. He's looked at this game and said, well, if I, ain't, if I don't do it, ain't nobody going to do it. So <laughs> he's getting it done. It's pretty much he's got 18. He's got 19 of their 30 points. He's playing really well. 17 points for Jansen, 30 points for the Hatchets. Reese on the top. Back up, top of the key, over to the right wing. Goes down the right side of the lane. This one's no good on the runner from Weber, but offensive board keeps Reese on offense. Luke Foco dives inside the lane. He is fouled, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Luke Foco, a 60% free throw shooter, has attempted two free throws tonight and has made one. So it's as it stands right now, a three-point ball game with 3.29 left in the regulation, and the first free throw rattles in for a point his 10th of the night. Yeah, the scoreboard right now shows Jansen with 19. I have him at 17, but they, and they don't have Grady Seltz only with three points. We have him with five. Free throws from Foco are good. Five-point lead, 35-30 to 30 as it stands right now. Three and a half to play. Bad X trails by five. 
Down to the baseline goes number 11, Connor Boyle. This one's no good. Rebound bricked down by Wiskowski, and he rolled on the floor with it, and there'll be a travel. 15 turnovers for Maddox. As of right now, Reese is happy with anybody shooting it except for Jansen, so that's a... And it's an inbound. Jansen tipped away and then last touched by Mitchell Stricker, and that will be a turnover, and Badax is suddenly on offense again. So Jansen creates a turnover. He's <laughs> doing it all right now. Reese with 11 turnovers in this ballgame, six in the second half. Sells inbounds to Jansen, oh. and he stepped out of bounds. Pass was off the mark. Turnover number 16 for Badax. 3-11 left in the fourth. Reese by five points, 35-30. Inbounding to Luke Foco. Ins Boyle across midcourt to Stricker. Top of the key, over the right wing to Brady Benson. Back to Foco. To Stricker, right corner. Had a flash in the right block from Weber. Wolpen didn't pass it to him instead. Back to Stricker. Going to weave around the perimeter. To Foco against Boyle. Dribbles past him. Goes down to reverse make. Layup is good for Luke Foco. He has 13. Reese back out by 7, 37 to 30. 240 left in the fourth. And it's stolen away by Foco. Reese in transition. This one is good from Brady Benson. He has seven. And suddenly went from a three-point ball game to a nine-point lead with 228 left. In the fourth quarter, we have a timeout called by Reese. 228 left in the fourth. Reese 39, Bad Axe 30 on the WLW Sports Network. Coming out of a full timeout. Reese deflects the pass out of pounds. The Bad Axe ball in the quarter as Reese leads not by nine points, 39 to 30 with 223. We did some more research. Grady Seltz just with three points tonight. Jansen with 19 for the Hatchets. 39 to 30, Reese by nine. Bad Axe inbounding underneath their own basket and the inbound to Jansen. At the free throw line, takes the fadeaway jump shot. This one doesn't touch anything and it's saved by number 44, A.J. Fritz, but then he throws it away. And we have a whistle on the reach on the Banax defense. And this foul will go against. Again, I would, if I'm Banax, I'm playing really, really, really aggressive on the ball. Again, Brees as a team only shoots 55% from the free throw line. So if you're putting him at the line, it isn't that, uh, it's not that bad for you. Uh, foul goes against Connor Boyle, his third. Team's third of the quarter. Reese by nine, two minutes left. Could be a lot more aggressive right here. I mean, you're under two minutes, you're down nine. That's just three possessions for Michael Jansen. Feeding it down low, and they come up with a deflection and a steal. Brought to you by Graham Seltz. Jansen for three, right wing. This one's short. Rebound Boyle, though, keeps possession alive for the Hatchets. Minute 35. Seltz takes a three, top of the key. This one is short. Rebound, though, brought in by Fritz. This time, Jansen takes a three, and this one is good. He has 22. 39 to 33, minute 24 left. And we have a foul, as Luke Foco had it, about 10 feet behind the right wing. And we'll go against number 44, A.J. Fritz, his third, 
team's fourth. So the rest of the way out, Reese is shooting two free throws. Minute 21 left, Graham Seltz sits down. 39-33, six-point lead for the Rockets. Todd fouls Stricker. <laughs> well, he's got it right now, and he is fouled by number two, Michael Jensen, his third. Team's fifth, so that is two free throws coming up for Mitchell Stricker, who is 45% free throw shooter on the season, uh, 10 of 22 entering this evening. He has just two points coming in the second quarter, has not attempted a free throw yet. Free throw from Stricker is good. It's only scary when your point guard is a 45% free throw shooter. A little bit. You get into games like this, all we got to do is make our free throws. We're, we're good. Well, apparently it's the first one to 40 tonight wins. <laughs> As the second free throw is no good. Wow. And Stricker gets his own rebound. Oh, that's even worse. And we have a timeout called by Reese with a minute 15 left in the fourth. Reese 40, Bad Axe 33 on the W, LW Sports Network. Minute 15 remains. Reese by seven points. They're inbounding under your thrown basket right side of your radio. 40 to 33 over the Bad Axe Hatches. It was three points just a moment ago, and this time it is stolen away by the Hatches. In transition, Grady Seltz on a little miscommunication tracks it down to the corner. Turnover number 13. Jansen takes the three. This one's off the mark. Boyle gets the rebound, and he's fouled, and that'll be foul number three for the Rockets. So we bad axe ball, left side of your radio, underneath your own basket. Foul goes against Reese's Trey Johnson, his third. One thing about it, Reese has had like 8,000 chances to put this <laughs> yes, game away, yes, and they, they just won't do it. <laughs> I mean, just getting the ball in bounds, they turn it over. They feed it into Fritz, back into the hands of Seltz in the corner. Less than a minute to play, seven-point lead for the Rockets. Seltz to Boyle, left wing. Nothing there. Back to Seltz. Goes off his shin. And this is going to be tracked down by Luke Foco. And it's a steal. Turnover number 18 for the Hatchets. 45 seconds left. Into the hands of Benson. Back to Foco. Playing keep away now to Stricker. Stricker. Back to Benson. To Stricker. To Foco. 30 seconds left. And there's the foul. And this will put Luke Foco at the free throw line shooting two. Well, a frustrating night for Coach Glaza. Just, just couldn't quite. To just couldn't get it going in the turnovers. I mean, just a lot of turnovers. They had some good looks, but I mean, nothing inside. And then you got to give Reese credit too. They defended well. Yes. Luke Foco makes the first free throw, makes it an eight-point game. I mean, they ran different guys on Jansen and Seltz all night. And I think you see with some of these threes coming up short here at the end. They're just, yeah, they're tired. Know, lightly, yeah, legs are a little, little gone from getting chased all night. Second free throw from Foco is up, and it's good. He's five for six from the free throw line tonight. Makes it 42 to 33. Reese leading. Grady Seltz takes the three top of the key. This one short. Rebound ripped down by who else but Luke Foco. He is fouled as well, and we walk the length of the court. And puts Foco back at the free throw line with 20 seconds remaining. Nine-point lead for the Rockets. 
It was a three-point game, 33-30, with 3.52 left in the fourth. But ever since then, it's pretty much all been the Rockets, with the exception of just a three-pointer there with a minute 26 left. Foco's first free throw is good. Well, Reese did what they wanted to do. Yep. <laughs> Got beat by Baddox and Baddox, and get him back on your home floor here. Keeps him in the in the hunt for the West title anyways. Yeah, Cass City undefeated, of course. Reese with two divisional losses as Foco goes two for two on that trip as well. 44 to 33, back out to 11. Jansen at the right wing, pops a three. It's no good. Rebound, Luke Foco. Going the other way. Eight seconds left, and they'll let this one dribble out. Cross midcourt, back to Foco. Five seconds left, and the Reese Rockets will take their victory the first time in about a season and a half. And the Rockets have defeated the Bad Axe Hatches and improved to 8-6 and six on the season and make it three wins in a row. Final score, Reese 44, Bad Axe 33 on the WLW Sports Network. Hang tight, we'll have plenty to recap here as the Reese Rockets win by 11 on coming home night in Reese, Michigan. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. hangs on and secures an 11-point victory over the Bad Axe Hatchets, 44-33. Luke Fogo with 13 points in the second half for a 19-point effort on the night. Leads all, or leads all Rockets. Michael Jansen with 22 points for the Bad Axe Hatchets. We'll have all the details upcoming from Reese, Michigan, as the Rockets improve to 8-6 on the season and secure their third straight victory. Moving on to next week. We'll have all the details coming up in just four minutes right here on the WLW Sports Hour. Listening to the WLW Sports Network and post game, the Reese Rockets secure their eighth victory of the season as they take out the Bad Axe Hatchets 44 to 33. It was a back and forth ball game. It was actually Bad Axe who came out first and was leading seven to four in the first three minutes of this ball game. And then from that point forward, the Rockets go on a 12-0 run in four minutes and 56 seconds to take the game from a seven to four Bad Axe lead to a 16 to seven. Reese lead, and they never looked back ever since. Just two ties in the ballgame. That came early when it was 2-2 two two and 7-7. Seven seven. And then ever since 4.34 left in the first quarter, the Reese Rockets never trailed again. As they left the rest of the way out, it came close. It was a three-point ballgame with waning moments of the fourth quarter. It was 33-30 with 3.52 left in the fourth quarter. But then from that point forward, the Rockets outscore Bad Axe 11-3. In the final three minutes and 52 seconds to secure their eighth victory of the season. And in second place now, Bad Axe now with three losses in division. 
Reese with just two losses in the division. Reese of or, uh, Cass City, of course, undefeated still. Uh, but Steve Bone, your thoughts here from uh, well, a pretty pretty sloppy ball game. Vanex with 18 turnovers. Reese with 13. Well, we talked about in the pregame. As a coach, when you get those days off, and it's just like you're talking even at the professional level, they talk about having a you know a routine. Every player yeah. has a routine. They want to stick to their routine. They don't like getting out of their routine. And then you have three days of school that are on and off and whatever, and then you can have practice, you can't have practice. So your whole routine kind of gets discombobulated, and that's kind of what we've seen here. Just was a, I'm sure both coaches are extremely frustrated. Coach Shepard's a lot less frustrated because his team won, but uh, some of the execution and stuff just uh, just wasn't very good tonight. And um, and you got to give both teams some credit on the defensive end because. You know, Reese just chased Seltz and Jansen all over the floor, just made it really difficult for him to get anything open and get a good look, and their full-court pressure gave him problems and turned him over. And then on the other end, um, Badax did the same thing. They, you know, they did a nice job defensively. They were in the lanes. They didn't give up the dribble drive. Reese was patient, and uh, I think, you know, you – Reese is not a very good three-point shooting team, and uh, they didn't shoot very many tonight. And I think uh, that patience helped them because they could have got to the point when they were up 12, just, well, we got this one, let it fly. And uh, But they stayed pretty much to the game plan and, and uh, got the victory. So any victory in the greater Thump West is a good victory, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The Reese... <laughs> Rockets were leading at the end of the first quarter, 14 to 7. Reese outscores Vanex in the second quarter, 9 to 4, to take a 23 to 11 lead into the half. The 12 point lead was actually their largest of the night. And in the third quarter, Vanex came came alive from the behind the arc, outscoring Reese 12 to 4. Michael Jansen had three threes in that quarter alone. Grady Seltz with another. That was all the scoring for the Hatchets, four threes in that quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, Reese. Then takes it back. Luke Foco kind of takes over from there, going six for six from the free throw line and two more baskets in the fourth quarter alone, and outscores Badax 17 to 10 for that 11 point victory, 44 to 33. The Reese Rockets led by Luke Foco with 19 points. Badax Hatchets led by Michael Jansen with 22 points. Reese then with seven points from Brady Benson, five points for Matthew Schultz, four points for Luke Messing, three points each for Mitchell Stricker. Deegan Carter and Gary Weber rounding out your scoring. That is seven scores for the Reese Rockets, three scores for the Bad Axe Hatchets. 22 for Michael Jansen, eight points for A.J. Fritz, with six of those eight coming in the first half, and then Grady Seltz with a three in the third quarter, and that was all it. Damon Blackstock played about the first 15, 20 seconds of this ballgame, came down in his elbow and never returned. He came out with a massive ice pack, on that elbow, we never saw him again. He averages just under five points a game and certainly a good ball handler for the Hatches, and I think that kind of showed throughout the game as Bad X were kind of a one-trick pony there for the rest of the way out. Yeah, that injury happened so early, kind of forgot about it just because it happened so early. But, yeah, definitely you lose a starter. That helps handle the ball, and, you know, they, they had quite a few turnovers tonight. Bad X did uh, Reese's full-court pressure, give him fits at times and it even led to some easy baskets for Reese so um, just a you know again a tough night for Badax and it's been this way all year for them and they just have a hard time finding some other scores 
and then Reese does a really nice job on Seltz and shuts him down and and you know it's pretty hard to win when only three guys score. Yeah. Other area scores here, if you're interested. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Let's take you through the other statistics of the night. Badax with 18 turnovers, Reese with 13 turnovers. As far as for the free throw line, Reese ended up 13 of 20 for 65%. The Badax Hatchets ended up 2 of 4 from the free throw line. A.J. Fritz attempted two in the second quarter, missed both of those. Michael Jansen with the other two free throws in the night in the fourth quarter, he made those for 50% as a team. Rebounding went in favor of the Hatchets, 23-21. to 21. They had 19 defensive rebounds, four on the offensive side of things. Reese with 18 defensive boards, three offensive off the glass, 421 altogether. Reese's largest lead, 12 just before halftime, 23-11. to 11. Badax's largest lead, 7-4, to 4, with 501 left in the first quarter. Otherwise, shooting, what do you have, Steve? Yeah, uh, Reese uh, shot the ball pretty well in the second half inside the arc. They were 6-12. They only attempted one three that they missed. So for the second half, they were 6-13 for 46%. I thought they were really patient on offense. They kind of got what they wanted, or at least the best they could. And uh, they didn't just start throwing stuff up, which was good. That uh, helped them on the offensive end. So for the game, they shot 48% uh, inside the arc. Uh, they were only one of eight for 12% uh, from the three range. So they were 15 to 37 for 41%. So overall, I mean, not a, a terrible shooting night. That one of eight from the arc, I mean, you'd definitely like to see that better open up that inside game a little bit, but uh, that's not really their strength. So that ain't the way they go. They try to get inside, try to beat you off the dribble, and uh, did a pretty good job with it tonight. Then you go to the uh, bad act side. I mean, they shot 29% in the first half. Which, uh, you know, you got 11 points, there's a reason, and 29% is a lot of that. Again, then you come into the second half thinking, ah, we're going to turn it on. Again, one of seven inside the arc. They just really struggled inside getting anything. Um, That's 14%. But they did come alive on the arc. Again, they make six threes um, per game. They made uh, one in the first half, so you knew they'd probably shoot better in the second half, which they did. Six of 14 for 43%. But for the game, they were only 7 of 21 in that second half for 33%. And then overall, they were 32% on the game, 12 of 38. Uh, Again, you're just not going to win many games shooting 32% from the floor. They were 35%, 7 of 20 from the arc, which is pretty similar. You know, that's pretty normal numbers for them. Yeah. Um, So... Again, Coach Claus is going to uh, go back to the drawing board, try to figure out how we, you know, and again, hopefully the injury to Laystock's not that uh, big a deal and they can get him back right away. So that'll definitely help. But, uh, yeah, they've been trying to find some scoring all year and uh, teams are starting to figure out who you got to shut down and they're doing a pretty good job of it and making other guys have to come up and score some points. And some nights that's really difficult. Yeah, tonight was one of them. Yeah, Jansen averages 14.1. He ended up with 22 tonight. Grady Seltz, though, averages 11.6. He ends up with just three points in this, in this game tonight against Reese. Yeah, I mean, if he hits his average, all of a sudden, you know, you're looking at a 44-33 game. So, um, yeah, it's a one-possession ball game again. Right. Again, it's just a good defensive effort from Reese. And yep. again, we said in the pregame, Reese has to do better on the defensive end, and and I think in the last few games they have been. Uh, tonight's another good example. I mean, they took Bad X's two best players and 
made life difficult on them. And, you know, in the end, they, you know, kind of got their average between the two of them. But uh, it just led to a lot of turnovers and just just really – Paddock's never seemed to get into a flow. I mean, they got – I mean, Jansen made some really tough threes, coming off screens, catch and shoot. I mean, those are uh, those are tough shots at any level. So uh, if that's the shots you're going to get, uh, Reese's got to be pretty happy with their effort tonight defensively. In other area scores here, Kansas City defeats USA by 10 points. A close game there, USA throwing everything they could at the Kansas City Redhawks, 59-49. to Kansas City wins. Thanks from the Huron Daily Tribune for reporting that one. Carter Patrick wins with 31 points. Carson Anthos with 7 Bursick leads the way for USA with 18 points in Schlund at 10 points. Cass City 59, USA 49. From the Huron County View, Paul P. Adams reports, Harbor Beach defeats Sandusky 52-29. And that one, Benson Harper with 29 points in the victory over Sandusky, 52-29 for the Pirates. And then it was 34-34, Carol and Vassar at the start of the fourth quarter. This is from the Tuscola Advertiser, Scott Bowlesby, reporting this one. And with just 46 seconds left, Carroll goes on a big run and now leads 46-40 over Vassar. So Carroll leading Vassar with less than a minute to play, 46-40 in that one. So as it stands right now, Cassidy wins, Harbor Beach wins, and Carroll on their way for a win over Vassar, and Reese wins over Banax. Yeah, again, you look at that Cassidy score. Again, USA has been playing better. They're more competitive than they've been. Um... And Cass City only beats them by 10. I think the first time they played them, they beat them by 30, 32, yeah. or something like that. So, um, again, teams are starting to figure Cass City out. Um, I mean, they're getting they're getting closer. They're very, very close. I, I mean, they're I know they're, very close. They're, they're still double-digit wins, but there's a big difference between 10 and 30. And uh, so be interesting to see. Sometimes Cass City has a tendency to – they're really good, and then they kind of peak, and they just stay there. They don't seem to just sometimes take that next step. And um, so that's going to be a challenge of theirs because uh, they got a lot of teams gunning for them, and then you got your districts, and everybody really be gunning for you there. And uh, the game we're looking forward to is at Cass City at Harbor Beach. That's in a week, uh, two weeks from yes, tonight. Yes, and that's uh, – it's always a good time when uh, the best in the East and the best in the West get together. And I think that Sandusky game tonight, uh, Sandusky was in second place. Yep. So that's a pretty good throttling right there. Harbor Beach uh, making a statement to the rest of the East. Yeah, Sandusky now falls to 3-2 and two in the East. Harbor Beach improves to 6-0. and oh. Cass City improves to 7-0 and oh in the West. Reese at 5-2. and two. Bad Axe at 4-3. and three. Carroll will improve to 4-2 and two with a win over Vassar. And uh, not sure. Uh, USA falls to 0-6. Vassar would fall to 1-7. Not not sure if Lakers played tonight or not. Well, they'd be the odd man out, yeah. so they pro- maybe it was not conference. Could be. We'll have to check that schedule as well. But uh, next broadcast, a week from tonight, as we decided about, well, about four minutes ago, as that uh, we are covering the Greater Than West one more week here. As Carroll travels to Cass City, we'll see the first time for the Carroll Tigers on the road at Cass City on Friday, February 2nd, as the Tigers at the Red Hawks in the pit of Cass City. Coverage starts at 645. Yeah, looking forward to that. Carroll's got a couple really nice young players. And, again, I think you see that a little bit with their play, a little bit up and down. Uh, that's kind of the way sophomores seem to be. 
Uh, they'll have a really good night, and then uh, next night uh, not as consistent. But uh, I think the first time they played uh, Cass City, they only got beat by like 12 or 14. Yeah, it was close, So, um, all things considered. Yes. So, again, looking forward to it. It'll be a good challenge for those young players from, from Carroll. And, uh, and again, uh, it's another team that's coming after Cass City. And, and I can tell you from playing and coaching – Teams that have been undefeated, as a, as the season wears on, it actually it it is become a, a it's a little bit of a focus get, for you. The target like, gets a little bit larger on your back. Well, that, but you also want to get that. I mean, it, yeah. So <laughs> all of a sudden, there's no pressure because uh, you kind of got the league in you know in tow and everything's going your way, and all of a sudden it's like, well, gosh, we'd like to go undefeated, and. Um, not many teams go 22 and all, being that they just changed the True. schedule a couple of years ago. So it'd be a nice feather in their hat, that's for sure. Well, in the game we saw tonight, the Reese Rockets now hit the road for two games as they'll be at Carroll on the 29th. That's Monday. And then on Wednesday at Lakers. And then they won't have another game as it stands right now until they host the Carroll Tigers on February 9th. So two on the road and then a nine, eight-day break there before hosting Carroll on February 9th, home against Cassie on the 14th, and then home against USA on the 16th to wrap up Greater Thumb West play. For the Bad Axe Hatches, they've now lost two in a row. Reese has now won three in a row, mind you. Bad Axe now still has to make up that game against Cass City. We do not know when that game is going to be rescheduled. However, they have a game on the 2nd. So they, uh, Bad Axe has a week off as it stands right now. Of course, they have to remake Cass City, but they're at Lakers on February 2nd. And then on three at home against Harbor Beach on the 7th, home against Vassar on the 9th, and home against Millington on February 12th before rounding out the regular season at USA, at Carroll, at Ubley, and at Sanford Meridian. So tough sledding there for the Bad Axe Hatches was a lot of great competition there in the mix as well. Reese at Carroll, at Lakers, home against Carroll, home against Cass City, home against USA, then Carrollton, Bay City All Saints, and Ubley on February 12th. 23rd. So that's going to wrap things up from Carroll, or from not Carroll, from Reese, Michigan. We're in Tuscola County somewhere. We'll figure it out eventually. Tonight's game broadcast was brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb, DS Services of Cass City, Kohler Propane, North Star Bank, Harbor Beach Community Hospital, Mackenzie Jewelers, Rescue Siding and Building Repair, McVeigh Insurance Agency, Bayport State Bank, Flannery Auto Mall, Thumb Bank and Trust, and Sure Health. Better health, better life, are you sure? On behalf of Steve Bone, in-game analysis, my name is Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. We hope you enjoy this evening as the Reese Rockets defeat the Bad Axe Hatchets 44-33. To secure their third victory in a row, Bad Axe falls for the second time in a row. We will be back on air a week from tonight on Friday, February 2nd. Flip the calendar to February. January is done with as the Carrow Tigers travel to Cassidy to take on the Red Hawks. Coverage will start right around 645 on Sports Radio 1021 in live worldwide WLWSports.com for a Greater Thumb West showdown. And then the week after that, it's Cassidy at Harbor Beach. Those are our next two broadcasts. We hope you tune in and tell your friends. All of the action will be on WLWSports.com tomorrow for an entire game replay and a full stats summary as well. From Reese, Michigan, 44-33 Reese over Bad Axe. We'll see you next Friday as Carol travels to Cass City. Good night, folks.
This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network. When Burton Ramsey opened Ramsey Fairhome in 1948, it was to help serve a need in the community. All these years later, and now more than ever, that belief is still the same. If you've recently had your hometown funeral home close, know that you have options and that our family at Ramsey Funeral Home is here to help. If nothing but to answer your simple questions honestly, Ramsey Funeral Home is here for you and your family when it matters the most. We can help rearrange your prearrangement with 76 years of integrity and experience of serving our community. Death is never convenient and it's certainly not easy. That's why our family is here to help you. Don't get caught off guard and have a plan for the future with Ramsey Fear Home of Harbor Beach. For more information, go to RamseyFH.com. That's RamseyFH.com. Ramsey Fear Home, our family serving yours since 1948.